Hey, Fit Friends, quick shout out to today's sponsor, Milton's. At my house, we are hooked on their cauliflower crust pizzas. They are deliciously thin and crispy, made from premium ingredients and ready straight out of the oven in just 15 minutes, making them so convenient for a quick and easy meal that everyone will enjoy. And I have some exciting news for all of you. They're inviting our listeners to sign up to receive free Milton's pizza. Check the show notes for more details on how you can receive Milton's pizza to share with your friends and family at no cost to you. All right, team, on to the show. Hey, friends, welcome back to this week's episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. I'm Renan Diet Dietitian, trainer and host Katie, and this is episode 320. Today, I am busting the top five myths about intuitive eating so that you can continue your non-diet journey with clarity and with confidence because you're going to hear these things if you haven't already. Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour, a podcast about all things nutrition, fitness, and life in your 20s and 30s, all from a non-diet lens. I'm your host, Katie Hake, and I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist and certified personal trainer. Join me here every week as I talk with interesting people and experts from all walks of life about their relationship with food and their bodies. I'll also share my experience working with clients in my private practice to help women find food freedom and body confidence. I'm on a mission to help you stop quantifying and start living. Learn to stop measuring your success by the scale and find your fears. Myth number one, there's no structure with intuitive eating. It's just eat whatever you want. The truth is there absolutely is structure with intuitive eating. However, the difference is that there is flexibility within that structure. It's not rigid. Think of it more like guidelines instead of rules. Rules are very black and white. Yes and no, this is right, this is wrong. Whereas guidelines kind of just give you principles to follow, right? Kind of a lens to look through, a perspective to think from. And what's great about that is that you can really individualize the principles. You can individualize the guidelines and adapt them to what you need, maybe in that moment, in that season of life, because it's really individualized to you, not only where you are, where you've been and ultimately where you want to be. So a lot of gray, a lot of nuances. However, that doesn't mean there is no structure. There are absolutely a structure. There is guidelines, but you have the ability to be flexible in those. You're not stuck or you're not married to any one rule or one way of doing things, which is awesome. Myth number two is that intuitive eating is easier than dieting. And I would really argue that because intuitive eating can actually be really hard at first because you're learning a new skill. I was listening to something today that was talking about how when we don't have the skill, something feels very difficult. And once we, you know, acquire that skill, then kind of our capacity for handling this difficulty, then it goes up, right? Because then we have to learn a new skill for something else. But when we don't have the skill, it feels really difficult. And so intuitive eating is really the same way because it requires you to create new habits. It requires you to completely change 
your beliefs around food, the way you think around food, your attitudes around food, or rather get, you know, reconnected with what you maybe once believed or once felt around food. And the challenging part with intuitive eating is that there's no prize. You know, there's no clear like, okay, I've accomplished, I've, I've hit the goal. I've hit the weight is usually what people are searching for with dieting. And with intuitive eating, it's really a journey. There's no end point. And so I would argue that that is harder, but just because something is hard doesn't mean it's not worth it. Think back to all the things that you have done in your life that have been so hard, but ultimately so worth it. I guarantee you can think of something and intuitive eating is kind of that same way. It's really hard at first, but once you develop the skill, it is so worth it on the other side. Myth number three is that intuitive eating is just eating when you're hungry and stopping when you're full. The truth is that honoring your hunger and respecting your fullness, those are just two out of the 10 principles of intuitive eating. And so the truth is that these two principles need to be practiced with all the other ones, such as rejecting the diet mentality, you know, breaking away from, from food rules. And for many people, it can feel challenging to feel fullness, especially if those cues have been suppressed after years and years of deprivation. So there is much more in the other principles that support these two, right? Because if you don't have those hunger and fullness cues, you have to really embrace the other principles as well to help you get reconnected with your body and reconnected with those cues. So they all definitely go hand in hand. Myth number four is that intuitive eating will help you lose weight. This is just false. And anyone who promises you that it's going to lead to weight loss, they're just trying to sell you on another diet. And it makes me so angry when I see programs and things on social media that say, well, you eat intuitively on this day. No, you don't just eat intuitively one day out of your diet. That That's not intuitive eating. And so it's really frustrating from my lens and many you know, the professionals in my field, because that's not what it is. And so it's being portrayed as something that is just absolutely not true. I will say, you know, sure, some people definitely may lose weight unintentionally when they start the intuitive eating journey, but others may actually gain weight that they lost through years of restriction and deprivation. Or I even have some, you know, clients that will stay pretty much the same. I would say in my experience, though, most people who've been restricting in some way before they dive into intuitive eating, what happens is that they will often initially gain weight because of this honeymoon phase before their body really settles into their set point weight. Myth number five is that if you're following a nutrition plan to manage a health condition, you cannot practice intuitive eating because intuitive eating is about eating everything you crave. And while yes, it is true that people with certain medical conditions may have specific nutritional needs that need managed through what we call MNT or medical nutrition therapy. And that is performed by a registered dietitian nutritionist, you know, that's evidence-based, it's medical nutrition therapy. So it's using really food nutrition as a way to manage their medical condition. Intuitive eating can actually enhance MNT because the 10th principle is all about gentle nutrition. And so by practicing the other principles simultaneously while honoring that nutritional aspect for that certain condition, it actually helps, you know, the person support 
support healing and managing their condition. So I'll give you an example. Let's say, or I did have a client actually who had diabetes and, you know, as we explored her overall relationship with food and this restrict binge cycle with carbs, by helping her to understand and honor her hunger, she was then able to eat in a more regular cadence, regular schedule. Therefore, she was able to balance her blood sugars and feel when her blood sugars were off. And so the great part about that is that it actually helps people to feel more empowered. It helps them to feel more autonomy when it comes to these guidelines that they're given in order to manage a certain condition. I would love to hear what other myths that you have heard about intuitive eating. Maybe you've, you know, you've thought or you've had questions about. Send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know because I would love to do another episode and bust some of these myths or really just answer your questions because that is what this platform is for. I know not everyone is ready to invest in working with a dietitian or a coach. And that is what this platform is for is really to educate and empower you wherever you're at on your journey to make you know decisions around food that just bring you, like I said, that clarity and that confidence. So that's what we're here for. I can't wait to talk to you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and send me a DM to let me know what you think. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. You can subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time.